0: Hello! You're listening to, to huddle, huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football
1: podcast. Tony joined by Corey as always what's going on I haven't shaved for like three weeks and in the mirror, yeah in the minute you can't tell but look at this I've got a, I've almost got a beard
0: dude you, I'm telling you you just gotta let it just let it happen it's not gonna happen
1: dude it's you a, don't know that I do know it's been three weeks and I look like a homeless person that's the best Stop, I've got
0: dude you have to go at least 12 weeks before you know what do you mean? I didn't know. I, I didn't
1: know until I got to 12 weeks. It's clear as day, my friend. What do you mean it's clear as day? I don't want to talk about this anymore.
0: It's, it's clear as day. You don't
1: have hope. I don't have hope. I don't have hope. But today we're going to talk about teams who do have some hope. Ah. Took us, uh. took us a second to get there. Baker Mayfield's been traded to Carolina. Daniel's off again this week. He's taking two weeks in a row. First time ever. Uh, two, one full week vacations. Back to back. So while Daniel's gone, we're going to we're going to pause the the divisionals divisional rounds we've been doing. I think we've only got one or two more. I think I feel like the AFC West might be the last one. Did we do the NFC North? Did we do the Bears? I don't think we did. So I don't I think, think we have. So I think we've got two divisions left to do. it will be good timing. I, I feel like after those divisions, we might take a couple of weeks off. Uh, just to give ourselves a little bit of break before the season actually starts. But I feel like we've done a great job here. Um, Yeah, and that's what we will do, because then we'll start back up and we'll do some fantasy football talk. And then next thing you know, it's going to be September. That's the plan. Fantastic. Uh,
0: This is the last full month without NFL football. Wow.
1: That's incredible. Yeah, 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 I'm here for that. And now, with new work, I'll be able to watch not just all the NFL football, but also I'm going to be able to watch college ball for the first time ever. So I'm pretty excited about that. We're looking forward to this. Ego go fuck yourself. Anyway, back to the beard. I've got no hope of growing a beard or a mustache for that matter. But Carolina has acquired Baker Mayfield. Does, does that give them hope? Let's run into it. First of all, we had talked before about how Baker kind of got screwed. Rich Dotson said he didn't get screwed. It's just business. I still feel like he did get screwed a little bit. Now, having said that I can look back and maybe rich was right. Baker still got his deal. He had to take a little bit of a haircut, but it wasn't a great big one. He's out of Cleveland. He's in an offense. That's very high powered. What's your knee jerk reaction to this, Corey?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you said he may have got screwed. I think it's just part of the business. I mean, Cleveland had to make a decision there. If you know, if they were going to go after Deshaun Watson, that basically means they're toast with Baker. And somebody today was like, well, if Deshaun Watson is going to be out for the season, they should have kept Baker. Well, Baker is never going to play for the Browns again. Like, that that wasn't an option. Um, So, it looks like it's going to be Jacoby Brissett in Cleveland. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, As far as Baker to the Panthers, um, I mean, as, like, a visual, like, seeing Baker in a Panthers uniform, it makes sense. He's competing with Sam Darnold. They did just draft Matt Corral. Uh, P.J. Walker's on the roster. He was a star in the XFL. Um, This might be a whole conversation for, you know, another show, but that might be the best quarterback room in the NFL. Uh, (laughs) That might be a little bit of a stretch, but... (laughs) it's going to be interesting. I think they're going to make him compete for the starting job. I think Baker at this point in his career has shown that he's a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's definitely struggled. So it is going to be interesting. I mean, there's a couple scenarios that have developed late in this off season that, you know, it's going to be entertaining to watch through camp to see if one of these guys can overtake a job. So I'm interested. Uh, I think Darnold would probably be the starter at the beginning of the season just because he's familiar with that offense and everything. Uh, But I could easily see Baker, you know, finishing out the season. I can see him being the week one starter as well. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I liked some of that. I completely disagree with you about it being a competition. Uh, Assuming health, I guess. And that's not a competition. If Baker Mayfield is healthy, I'm looking at just paper here. The Browns were one of the worst franchises ever for a very, very long time. And that included the beginning of Baker Mayfield. In 2018, they were six and seven. I mean, they, that's when, that was the first year there, and they were just barely okay. Uh, <laughs> six and seven is not a scary team. Uh, they've only had a winning record one year, and I, know that I don't want to get lost in the wins because I'm moving past that already. I'm, I'm going to move past that immediately. When I look at the production from that position, Baker is heads. And what's the, what's the, what's the phrase heads and toes heads and leaps and bounds. That's what I'm trying to say. Leaps and bounds, yeah. Leaps and bounds ahead of, of what Sam Darnold done. And, and what's surprising is they were the same draft class. I didn't realize that until right now. Yeah. I didn't realize that. But, um, Sam Darnold's passed 3000 passing yards one time. Baker's done it every single year. And on a much, arguably a much worse team. The Jets were, the Jets are a bad team, but the Browns were an absolute dumpster fire guys. Um and and I really do believe that on Baker's back that team turned around. The team made a lot of different changes. They became an effective run first team. They had a, a wide array of pass catchers. And I think that helps. That makes the job easier. But when you look at what Carolina's done right now, I feel like this 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 flips that division a little bit. We had talked about Carolina being in the back end of that division. And I don't think they're gonna pass up Tampa Bay. I'm not a fool. But I think they're battling now for the second place spot with a competent quarterback player. Uh, you know, they got DJ Moore, they got Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey's coming back healthy again. Who's the, do you know the tight end? What's going on with tight end in Carolina right now? Is it still Greg Olson?
0: No, he, I think I'm pretty sure he's retired. I'll take a peek real quick. Yes, yeah. of course, Greg Olson's retired. That was a bad joke. Well, you know, he's, you know, he was on my fantasy team a lot the last few years. So I thought maybe, you know, you could have been a little confused. No, I wasn't confused.
1: Uh, I, I feel like Carolina's tight end position might be the only weak spot on that offense.
0: Ian Thomas, they drafted Tommy Trimble out of Notre Dame a couple of years ago. Ian, Ian Thomas. Yeah, Ian Thomas is the yeah. guy. Yep, he's the guy there. Okay, anyway,
1: I feel like he's got a lot of opportunity there. I, I don't know how McCaffrey and Baker will fare together, if that's going to be a crutch for him. I don't feel like it will be, uh, but this is one of those situations where we've never seen him play with a player like Christian McCaffrey. So uh, assuming health, I do feel like the Panthers made a huge step forward, and, and I'm not saying that Baker's phenomenal because he's not, but he's good enough. You know, we, we talked about him coming to the Colts, and I didn't really care for his attitude too much. Uh, sometimes I think he forces some things, but he's good enough to put your team in a position to win more games than they lose. And I know you only did it one time with, uh, with Cleveland, but that team was so bad for so long. So I disagree with the point of all this is I disagree. It's not a competition. I will never forget the look on Sam Donald's face when he said he saw ghosts on the sidelines. That poor kid is never going to recover. He's destined to be a, he's destined to be a backup. Sam Donald is the backup moving forward. And that's, that's just what I think.
0: Do you think that strong enough to do a shot on it? That week one starter? Uh, yeah, I'd do a shot for that.
1: Baker Mayfield, week one starter. And I'll take Sam Darnold? Yeah, I'll do that. All right, tally it up. I'll put it on the sheet. Hell yeah. Long time backup, now thrust into a starting position. Let's go ahead and talk. So for the rest of the show, and this can be a relatively brief show, Um, I want to look at quarterbacks first year in a new system. Uh, They can be the first year in the system or the first year as the starter. I suppose we may talk about Geno Smith. I don't know that we will. We might talk about um, and that's I guess that's the only example that I have here of a player who may potentially be the starter. But the point is this is the first year as a starter for that team. Jacoby Brissett's clearly favored to start in Cleveland. The current currently Deshaun Watson is being recommended an indefinite suspension by the league, which would be eligible for reinstatement after one year. That's not that unprecedented. We saw that before with Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon was suspended indefinitely twice. He appealed twice and won the appeal both times, but it's after a certain, you know, it's after a certain number of games that have passed. And I don't want to get too far into what all that means because that's not the point. The point is, I would be shocked if at this point Deshaun doesn't have a suspension. Now that there's only two quarterbacks on the roster, that leaves us with very easy lines, to very easy dots to connect. Jacoby's likely the starter. Tell me, do you feel like Cleveland is the same, better, or worse this year with Jacoby than they were last year with Baker? And here's the, here's the benchmarks for last year six and eight, uh, 253 complete. I'm around 3,000 yards. Okay. They won, they won six games last year with Baker. What are your thoughts?
0: Uh, I mean, it's. I don't think it's a definite up. I mean, probably similar, maybe worse. It's, it's kind of a throwaway year for the Browns, and I think they expected this to happen. They're only paying Deshaun Watson a million dollars this year, so... I think it's safe to say he's probably going to be out for the year. It's going to be Jacoby playing. Uh, He's going to be the starter probably for the whole year, as long as he's healthy. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to root for Jacoby. I like the guy. Um, We'll see what happens. I I don't think... I think that offense is kind of built for a guy like Jacoby. Like you can, you know, he's got the two strong running backs. Uh, the defense is going to, should be solid with Miles Garrett. Uh, so hopefully as long as they don't ask them to do too much, I think they can definitely win some games. I was looking to see what their 2023 draft picks look like. And it doesn't look like they have a first round pick. So um it doesn't look like they would benefit from a bad season so i would expect them to try and win some football games so um if i had to guess probably the same or one or two games better yeah i would say i think i think the team the team's built to perform better than what they did last year and i think they can still do that with jacoby Brissett.
1: i agree the whole is greater than the sum of the parts with this scenario i think that Jacoby is not the same player that Baker is as far as a passer. I don't know how many times I was frustrated with Jacoby. The deep ball is just not, it wasn't accurate. I saw it too long in in Indianapolis. The deep ball wasn't there. Plenty of power, but not all the accuracy. He's big body though. And like you had said, you know, what we didn't talk about was that last year, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb both were injured for Big parts of the season, and so this one-two punch—the best—I still feel like it's the best backfield in football. Wasn't the best best backfield in football because they weren't all there. So I guess maybe you were right about that, Corey. Maybe it was the Colts after all because they stayed healthy the entire season. But that's that's besides the point. With both of them healthy and a mobile, big-bodied Jacoby, you know, I can I can see this being a. It it comes down. It's going to come down to Stefanski. How's he going to call the plays? How's he going to coach this team? How's he going to keep their head in the game when it's real close, real tight games in a really a pretty tough division? You can't sleep on the Steelers. They're a different team this year. We don't know what they're going to look like. Mike Tomlin is a hall of famer already. You can't pretend that they're in some cakewalk here. Lamar Jackson hasn't signed a new contract. The man's going to play with his ass on fire. This is going to be a tough division. And I think it is going to come down to coaching. If they're going to be prepared, they can win more games than they lose. But if it was eight and nine again, I don't think I'd be shocked. So I'm going to call them the same. I think they're in the same spot. Um, and again, I'm assuming health. So without health, I think they're in a worse spot. Uh, that, that's what I have to say about that.
0: Sounds like we're in about the
1: same spot on them. Okay, first-year quarterbacks. Let's look here. Russell Wilson at Denver, Pickett or Trubisky at Pittsburgh. Who's jumping out at you, Corey? Wentz at Washington,
0: Mariota or I don't. I, I mean, the, the big one to talk about is Wilson at Denver. I mean, I guess we really haven't gone in depth on that. I want to pull up the schedule real quick. It's the toughest division of football. Somebody's going to have to sink there, and I think I said it a week or two ago. I don't think the Chiefs are going to sink as much as we think. Um, although they've kind of their their roster's gone down, they've still got the coach, the quarterback. They're still going to be successful a lot of you know you said the Chargers win this division if if though if we're both right about our teams in this division the Broncos are going to be third um so that makes it sound like they're going to be underwhelming with Russell which I kind of think they might be um but Russell's proven people wrong before uh, i was just going to run down the schedule real quick how, how are you feeling about Russell I feel good Denver? about her.
1: I feel good about Russell I I feel like it's um it's a much more complete team than Seattle has been as of the last two or three years. I think we're going to see uh, similar production and what we saw. I'm looking here from 2019 to 2021 last year. He had a pretty down year on the stats, but I mean, it's hard to argue with a man who has quarterbacked a team. I'm going to go back to winning records. I'm sorry that I keep doing this, but this one's obvious 104 wins 53 losses. It's hard to argue with that. Yes, Pete Carroll's a great coach. Yes, he inherited a great division when he started in the league, and that probably padded his numbers and made him look better. Yes, he won a Super Bowl. Was it his rookie year? Was that a Super Bowl year? Mm, I don't know. If it wasn't his rookie year, it was not long after. I mean, he's a, he's a great player. He's a fantastic player. He doesn't make huge mistakes. Uh, everything, everything lines out here, and I, I really do think this Denver team is much better than the Seattle team that he left. DK Metcalf's a force. Tyler Lockett is a, a good wide receiver too. When you look at, when you look in in Denver, Cortland Sutton performed as a wide receiver one for his team. And now, honestly, we we're, we're going to go back and forth for the next probably five or six years on whether it's Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy. They're both absolute specimens. Uh, no offense, gone. So I don't know what that is. The running back room has some question marks. Okay, but. I think Russell Wilson can make up for some of those question marks as a game manager, the way that he can escape from the pocket and get these two premier wide receivers some more time. Uh, dude, I think that's, I think the offense is going to be incredible. Von Miller's gone. That sucks. He went to Buffalo. Yeah. I think he signed a big deal in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. He's going to be mm-hmm. like 50 when that deal comes due. <laughs> anyway, uh, the defense, I feel like the defense did take a little bit of a hit, but they're, they're, they're getting back some players that were hurt before. Denver is a, is a, is a great team in the best division in football. If they were in most other divisions, I'd have them favored to win the divisions, but unfortunately they're not long story short. I think Denver's in a better spot. I think Russell's in a better spot. And I think Seattle is in a worse spot.
0: Yeah, I think overall they're probably second or third in the division. I think they're a playoff team. I think you're see three playoff teams around us to in, come out of this division So it'll be tough. He's one of those guys that once he gets to the playoffs, you know, you could get anything, He, you know, all he's got to do is get in and he could take you all the way. So, I mean, I'll be rooting for him. Just not when they play the Colts this year. Oh, I did pull up their schedule. Week one is at Seattle. Wow. So that'll be a fun game to watch. We didn't even mention that before. That is uh, 815. I don't know if that's, that must be a Monday night. Wow, there's
1: no way. That's week 1? Yeah. No. Week 1 starts in September. You're looking at preseason. You got to be looking at oh,
0: preseason. Preseason uh September 12th. We go. Fi- September 12th. 15th. The time on it's 815. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. And that is a Monday. That's a Monday in September. That's incredible.
0: How do you know that? I'm looking at the calendar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not, hey, Hold on. Did Von Miller, I thought he was on the Rams last year.
1: Uh, you're right. Yes, you are right. He went from, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, I was wrong about that. You're so he's correct. been gone for a year or two. <laughs> oh, um, oh, another, another matchup. First week one revenge game. Carolina plays the Browns by the way. So that's going to be really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Baker's going to be the week one starter. So do go ahead and suck on that shot right now. Anyway oh man yeah now i'm not feeling good well sorry not sorry let's do one more we'll do one more before we get out of here so we've done baker jacoby wilson do you want to talk about carson wentz last stand yeah we can talk about carson real quick okay why don't you go ahead and talk about carson i know he's your boy
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't really have much to say. I did. I saw something today on Twitter bleacher report that, uh, him and the wide receivers are flying out to California to work out, which I think he did that with Michael Pittman and the other guys. So it's like his attempt to probably take, you know, the leadership role. Obviously it didn't work in Indy, or at least it wasn't up to the standard of, uh, Ursae, which is hard to do when you've had Andrew luck and, uh, Peyton Manning for a long time. So, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't
1: even that, dude. He was bad. It was just a, it was a total, absolute failed experiment.
0: It, it was that in the. I think mean, I think the leadership's what sealed it. I agree. I mean, obviously the ja- the Jacksonville game probably sealed it, but I think they were they were probably out halfway through the season, you know, with with the performances, and then his leadership was was icing on the cake, you know. If if his leadership stunk and they turned it on the back half of the season, you know, they'd probably look past that, but. That didn't happen. So, um, I don't know. I I just don't feel like they're moving in an upward position from Heineke or whoever the hell else is their quarterback. I don't. I I don't. I don't know what to say. It's just kind of. I'm kind of uh, on Carson Wentz now. It's just. It just. It is what it is. I guess. I don't know. I am. I am
1: also on him, and it sucks. We were talking about a guy who at one point was NFL MVP candidate, and he only wasn't the MVP because of an injury late in the season. They won the Super Bowl with his backup, Nick Foles. Nick Foles went on to make way too much money in Jacksonville. And that's like, I think teams are still living. Somebody somewhere, a bunch of teams, I feel like, are still paying Nick Foles for fucking nothing. boy, That's that's a real thing. I think the Bears and Jacksonville are both still paying him to not do a damn thing. Um. Hey, and look where Nick Foles is now, bud.
0: He's on the Colts.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> I didn't know. He went to Michigan State. I didn't know that. I
1: feel like of all the players we've talked about, Wentz is the most likely to lose his job or to maybe not even be the week one starter. And I don't think that's that hot of a take. the week, Le- week one starter. I mean, I'm not so convinced. Heineke played efficiently. He played good. He played good last year. If Wentz doesn't have a great camp, if he doesn't earn some trust, I mean, flying flying everybody out to California is great and all. But I've been a part of that. Listen, let's have a real honest talk. I remember not very many years ago getting into a new workplace, and I decided let's all get everybody together, and I'll buy a bunch of pizza, right? And I did that for like a week. I bought food every day for everybody. Do you remember that at all? Yeah. It didn't work. (laughs) Right? Like, that's not enough. That got me. It got me somewhere. Okay? So I'm trying to be, I'm trying to not expose myself too much here and sound like I'm some asshole. But, because I'm not. I'm not an asshole at all. But that doesn't, that's not enough to gain the trust. That's not enough to uh, become a part of the inside. It's just not. Flying your teammates Flying your millionaire teammates to California to throw some footballs around is the equivalent of bringing in $50 in pizza. That's the way I look at it. (laughs) I mean, it just is. They can fly their own fucking selves down to California if they want to, and they probably do once a month anyway. So really to them, in some ways, it might be an inconvenience, and now here, look, look at this guy. He's just trying to buy me something. So next thing you know, it spirals out of control. You say one bad thing in the locker room, and next thing you know, it's out of control with the running backs or it's out of control with the wide receivers. And once that happens... And they say, hey, wait a minute. Look back at Indianapolis. Hey, wait a minute. Look back at Philadelphia. All these teams wanted rid of this guy because he's a dick bag. I mean, whether it's true or not, it becomes true. And then they look around and they say, well, hey, we got Heineke right here. Why don't we just run with this guy? I'm, I'm just saying, I think there's a real risk here that Wentz, and I'm not saying I'm sure of this, because it can't be, but I think there's a real risk that Wentz can't even get the ball rolling all the way. And we'll see. I think, I think Camp will tell us a lot about this backfield. And I think a lot of people are agree, would agree with you, Corey, that, that Wentz will be the week one starter. I just think this is one we should move forward more cautiously with. Because I don't think it's cut and dry at all. I think they've got a good player with Heineke, a team player, a guy who's bounced around the league his first three years, and maybe found a home here. And if that's the case... Watch out, Carson Wentz. Because if, if Heineke wants to be there and the coaches can see that, and Heineke can be as productive as Wentz, I'm telling you, man, that's a huge problem for Carson.
0: Imagine how bad it'll feel if Carson Wentz like plays really well for Washington. Oh, it'd feel terrible. <laughs> When's the last really time that. Wentz played well? I feel like I'm living in twenty fucking
1: seventeen right now.
0: Dude, it's been w it's been a long time. It really has. Um. Yeah, it's interesting too because they also drafted Sam Howell, who, if he would have went pro last year in 2021, probably would have been a first round pick. Um. So he's on the roster as well. So, yeah, I don't. I could see a situation where Sam Howell is a starter at some point during the year. Um. I don't. I don't see a scenario where Carson's not the starter week one, but. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not super not confident. I'm not super just... confident in that take. I'm
1: not, and I'm not even making it a take. I'm just saying we need to move more cautiously with the Washington team because we're looking at a situation where, I mean, are we sitting here thinking that Washington saw Carson Wentz last year and thought, holy fucking shit, this is a guy we need to bankrupt our team for. We need to let Chris Ballard have his way. We'll give him back all the picks he paid to get him in the first place because this guy... Is going to take us to the next level. I don't believe that's the case. So I don't know what's going on here because I don't see Carson Wentz being the difference maker there. I'm going to have to eat cake if that's the truth. I'm just saying, with this team, I feel like we should move forward more cautiously. That's all.
0: Yeah. I I hope it's not pretty. Well,
1: (laughs) it sucks. It sucks to say that, but me too.
0: Yeah, his big years were 17, 18, 19 wasn't bad. And then 2020 and 2021. Really, 2021, he played just as well as he did in 18 and 19. So it was really 2017 was the year. And that must have been the Super Bowl year because he had 2017.
1: Yeah, that was the year.
0: Um, and that year, he had 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. And the next two years, 21 and 7, 27 and 7. And then his last year in Philly, he was 16 and 15. And then with the Colts, he was 27 and 7.
1: Those seven interceptions cost them games, though, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, overall, like, obviously, the, the bad things, like, The things that cost us games, you know, just overshadow. So he really didn't play that bad. It's just there were too many times that he did cost us the games. Um, Yeah, I. And I agree with that. I defended Frank Wright a lot
1: of times for some really questionable play calls. And I I think that that gets you you nailed it. The bad plays overshadow the good. And I even just got lost in it. There were some times that they were in a bad position, and Carson didn't execute. Uh, I don't know what that looks like with Matt Ryan. I guess it's not. That's not the. Oh, we could have talked about Matt Ryan. Holy shit, we missed an opportunity. Yeah,
0: we fucked up.
1: How did we miss that one? <laughs> For the record, I think the Colts uh, are much better off with Matt Ryan than they were.
0: Yeah. Matt Ryan is just, I mean, he's a Colt. I just run the leadership when he, when you saw him get off that plane in a suit. I mean, he just looks like a, like a Colt, just a leader. Um, that's going to be the difference. He he's got great passing stats, even the last few years. Uh, somebody said he's got the same stats as Stafford did with Detroit. Same yardage. He's still productive. That's the thing, and he's just been on such terrible football teams, except for that really that one Super Bowl run. Um, I, I try, I'm trying not to get my expectations too high because we've we've been through the ringer here with Rivers. And then Carson, and then now we're on Matt Ryan. So I'm trying not to get my hopes too high, but I mean, this is what we're looking for in a quarterback. I know it's not the best option. We don't, you know, it's not Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck, but for what was on the table and what the Colts needed, this is the guy. And if the Colts are, you know, I think they think they're in Super Bowl mode right now with this roster. I don't think there's really a better option that was available. Like obviously, uh, Deshaun Watson wasn't that guy. So, um, yeah, I I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the season holds. I'm trying not to get my hopes too high. We'll take it a week at a time. I will say, if we win Week One, that's a that's a big start because we haven't done that in a long time. That's true. Was it five or six years? Oh look, it's been a long
1: time, and I guess we'll just touch on it because we've already we've already gone there, and I'll compare the two. So Carson in Indianapolis, one of the things I had said about him at the very end there is we have to also remember that Frank Reich sometimes didn't put him in a good position and that when he wasn't in a good position, he made mistakes that ultimately cost the game. I don't expect Frank Reich to change. Frank Reich is still going to make risks at the goal line or at the opposing goal line. He's still going to get cute and get clever and i think that's important to i think that's important to the Colts that he doesn't change that yeah because i think that's how you you catch him with your pants down right that's when you make the big play and you take over the game if matt ryan can execute and not make a silly left-handed shovel pass to put six points on the other team then i think they're a playoff team and i think in to to Matt Ryan, to the the side of Matt Ryan, excuse me, I don't think that he'll make those mistakes. I think he's more likely to go down with the ball. And that won't be an interception. It'll be a sack. And the Colts still have an opportunity to win by a field goal instead of by seven, if that makes sense. sense. I think that's the way he's going to look at the game. I think he, you know, he's been in it against Tom Brady, down 35 points, and had to make some fucking shit happen to win a Super Bowl. And... Carson Wentz, unfortunately, has never played in a Super Bowl. I don't yeah. want to put too much importance on that, but but I've learned that when the pressure is at its highest and mistakes are made, that's when growth happens. It happens right then in that moment. You literally level up in life. Not to get caught up on a like a non-football thing, but you know how in video games you kill that one NPC or you solve the quest and then you get four experience points and bang. <laughs> you level 50 and your health points are full again and you've got this new skill. Like That actually fucking happens in real life. It doesn't happen that way, obviously, but sometimes it happens in the moment. And for Matt Ryan, it happened so many more times, I think, than it did for Carson Wentz. It's just a much higher caliber player, um, higher caliber man. I don't, I don't mean any disrespect there, but just a guy who has been through some more stuff and come out of it a winner, unfortunately not a loser. I hate to say that, but that's just the reality. Is that too harsh?
0: No. uh, The last time the Colts won a season opener was 2013. Wow. That was nine years ago. So if we can beat Houston on September 11th, I think that that'll be big. Yeah, that will be big. that will be a big game. It's a big game.
1: It's a big game. Anything else? Uh,
0: I got nothing. There you have it. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay up. in the huddle. The huddle Up. Team on three. One, two,
1: three, three.